Good morning, what's going on? Welcome to a new segment called 5am Philosophy. I want to share some words this morning, a little mini lesson, a little diagram for you guys to share some of my ideas and philosophies on how to master the physical plane by mastering the mental. Earlier this week I mentioned that the guilt and the shame and the fear that you feel are going to hold you back and keep you playing a much smaller game than what you deserve to and what you are capable of. And people wrote back and sort of said, well, I can't do anything about those emotions, I just feel them. That's not true. Here we go. This is you right here in the middle, the centered you, not the positive, not the negative, just the true you. That is the synthesis of both sides. Now, you have F for future, you have P for past. So right here in the middle, the border between past and future is presence. This is the eternal now, and there is actually no such thing as the future or the past, because when is that? Where is that? How do you get there? Tomorrow will be the future relative to now, but tomorrow you're going to be in a new present moment. So future, only the concept of future is in your mind, and it's called imagination. The concept of past is in your mind, it's called memory. So then you can see that this whole thing is mind. This is what I call the Cartesian plane of mind. Now, here's one that you'll be able to recognize. Imagine here if you have a future imagination of something negative coming toward you. What's that called? That's called fear. Fear is just in a future imagination that something negative is going to happen toward you. Okay, and what about if you have a past memory of something negative happening toward you? That vector there is called resentment. That fucking thing happened in the past, or that fucking person. I think you can see what's happening here. Here we go. What if something in the future, you imagine something positive coming towards you? Positive without negative, good without bad. That's called a fantasy. When it's in the future, you imagine it to be a fantasy or a fear. When it's in the past, it is either a resentment or... Imagine if you have a past memory of something positive coming toward you. Of course, that's the thing that you are infatuated by. When you meet the new girl, the new boy, the new partner, and you're all up in their infatuation. God, it's so good, so positive that we met and we have so much in common. This is going to be an all-pleasurable, never-painful relationship. We're soulmates. They're the one. Now, as you can see, all of these vectors, past and future, they're all coming toward you. These are things that are happening to you and perceptions that you're carrying and chargements and judgments that you're making about the things that are happening to you. But you can also do shit to others. You have an outgoing vector, okay? So imagine now if you, in the past, you have a memory that you've done something negative to someone else. That's this vector here. That is called guilt. Guilt is nothing but a lopsided memory, a perception in your mind that you've done more negative than positive, more pain than pleasure, more drawback than benefit to someone else in your past. And it's a lie because it's not true. And you can go into all the moments and you can clear them out. You won't have guilt anymore. A lot of the guilts that people are having anyway are violations of some moral code or ethical code that were foisted on them by some sort of religious institution who, by the way, the leaders of that fucking institution are probably all doing the same shit anyway. And things like letting parents down, authorities and parental father figures, mother figures in people's lives, letting them down, not being good enough not making them proud. By the way, the inverted vector of guilt is, oops, pride. So a lot of people say, well, I didn't make them proud. Kids proud, parents proud, all the people proud. Fuck that. If you feel like you've let your parents down or your kids down or your kitty fiddler preacher down or all the fuckers, 
You feel like you've let people down. You'll compensate with guilt and you'll self-minimize. And the dangerous shit is when you have guilt, you compensate with altruism. Because now get this, when we have guilt of the past, we compensate. God, I'm so guilty of the past. I, I fucked up in the past. I didn't do a good job in the past. I'm going to compensate in the future with positive toward others. It's called altruism. So the fuckers with the most guilt and shame and who self-minimize because they didn't make their fucking kitty fiddlers proud and all the bullshit crap and didn't they subordinate it to their religious traditions and they feel guilty, feel lowly. They want to give and rescue others. And it's better to give than to receive. Not true. It's better to give in fair exchange and make people accountable for the things that you're giving to them anyway. It's all bullshit. That these lies that people are living in and they're self-minimizing and having a miserable fucking life, giving away all their wealth, giving away all their life, giving away their happiness, their fulfillment. It's just crazy shit. This is called the eight sins model. All right, there's one more thing that I haven't added to it. When you're a prideful fucker, and I did this and I did that for all the other people, then you compensate in the future, by the way, don't you, with narcissism. When you have busted your ass for people, maybe a wife, a husband, a family, a boss, okay, and you think you did more positive for them in the past, you're going to compensate narcissism. I want more money, motherfucker. I want you to step your shit up. You start being a narc, okay? Normal, perfect, balanced compensation mechanisms here in the mind. So here we go. We pull out of presence and we have what is called an original sin. In this case, let's just say it's in a resentment sin. And what we have then is an unconscious motive for the opposite. Whenever we resent someone or something, it's because we're having a hidden or not hidden agenda for the opposite. We're infatuated with the exact opposite. So we have an infatuation which we mirror forward into the future and think that, oh God, I hope this happens. It's going to be so good, no bad, all pleasure, no pain, which is a fantasy. And then when we have fantasy of the future, they get compensated in the mind with fears of the future. Okay. And as you can see, we have this splaying out in the mind out of presence. This is how we pull out of presence because we're infatuated, we're resentful, we have fantasies, we're naive fuckers, and then we have fears as well. If you can visualize this, if you have a small degree of charge and you're relatively present, you're going to have a vibration of mind that looks like this. It's called your vibe, okay? But if you're a really charged fucker, living in the past, living in the future, fearful, fantasy, naive, all the thing, you're going to have a really slow, dense oscillation. And this here, by the way, is a sine wave. This is called the sinusoidal oscillations of mind. This is called sin. Now, if you grew up like normal people, you probably think a sin is some sort of silly, ignorant nonsense. Like don't fiddle up your missus before you fucking get the marriage certificate and all that bullshit. This is what a sin is. This is the sinusoidal oscillations of mind. This determines if you're relatively masterful or relatively a dumb fuck. And anyway, I'm getting fired up right now. I could talk about this all day. I love this topic. We, this is important to dissolve your eight sins. We've covered this in Mastermind in Fear Month. But to the degree that you dissolve your eight sins, you increase your vibe and you master your life. What you're vibing on, by the way, where you are in your scale of judgment as an aggregate determines the newest sphere, the sphere of mind that you're playing at in the socioeconomic class structure. And you will pull in the people and events and circumstances, income opportunities, depending on what you're resonating at. And by the way, fear program is going to be updated to address all eight sins, teach how to dissolve all eight fears. Just one of the sins. I'm going to give you a process to do all eight of them. And that will be at school. Awake.